Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Mamarai Ram Goldrai and Dir Mazekas Kadushan Daf Mem Hey. The second parakel Ishma Kadish. The Zikhu Mazekas Kadushan program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hazakas Torah. So the three dots we're going to focus on number one. The Gemara continues discussing a Katan who accepted Kadushan without her father's knowledge. If her husband died and she fell to his brothers for Yibum, Rav says, If her brother performed Mimer, she must perform Mim to avoid his Mimer. But if he did not perform Mimer, she need not perform Mim to sever the Zikabon to the Yavam. He explains that if a Yavam did Mimer, she requires a Get, Chalise, and Mim to remarry. She needs a Get since the father may have agreed to the second husband's Kedushin. She requires Chalitza since he may have agreed to the first husband's Kedushin, rendering her Yavama upon his death. She requires Milan since the father may not have agreed to either Kedushin and she's not married to the second husband. As on Daf Memdal, there's a concern that people seeing her receive a get will conclude the marriage was legitimate and mistakenly assume his subsequent marriage to her sister is invalid. If the Yavim did not perform Mimer, she only requires Chalitza. Here everyone will recognize that his subsequent marriage with her sister is valid because Everyone knows that a Chalitza's sister is only prohibited rabbinically and Kedushin with her is effective. Point him to an incident is related in which a man said he wanted his daughter to marry one of his relatives, and his wife wanted her to marry one of her relatives. Eventually, his wife compelled them to agree to her terms. They made a celebratory feast, and while everyone was eating and drinking, a relative of his was secretly mekajed the girl without her father's knowledge. Abai said that we assume the father did not agree to this marriage because he had committed to give his daughter to one of his wife's relatives. And the Torah says, The remnant of Yisrael will not do wrong, and will not speak falsehood. Rav ruled the same way, but for a different reason. There is an assumption that a person will not bother to prepare a feast, only to later ruin it. Since a feast was prepared for marriage to his wife's relatives, he would not agree to other Kedushan. A nafkamina would emerge where the father did not prepare a feast for the agreed-upon marriage. And pointing with you, the Gemara discusses a katana who accepted Kedushan with her father's knowledge. And her father went to a foreign country, and she went and had Nesuin with her husband in her father's absence. Rav says, She may eat Truma if she married a Kohen until her father returns and protests the Nesuin. Since he agreed to the Kedushan, we assume he is agreeable to Nesuin until he protests. Ravasi says, she cannot eat truma. For perhaps her father will return and protest the Nesuin. And it will emerge retroactively that she was a non-Kohen eating truma. Rav Shmobar Yitzhak adds, Rav concedes that if she dies, the husband does not inherit her. Although she may eat truma, contested money remains in the owner's possession since the Nesuin's validity is not certain. The more than cites two disputes how to interpret the father's silence when his daughter had Nisun without his knowledge when he was local, or when she accepted Kedushin and Nisun without his knowledge. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara continues discussing Katana, who accepted Kedushin without her father's knowledge. If her husband died and she fell to his brothers for Yibum, Rav says, If her brother performed Mimer, she must perform Mim to avoid his Mimer. But if he did not perform Mimer, she need not perform Mim to sever the Zikabon to the Yavam. He explains that if a Yavam did Mimer, she requires a Get, Chalise, and Mim to remarry. She needs a Get since the father may have agreed to the second husband's Kedushin. She requires Chalitza since he may have agreed to the first husband's Kedushin, rendering her Yavama upon his death. She requires Mim since the father may not have agreed to either Kedushin and she's not married to the second husband. As on Daf Memdal, there's a concern that people seeing her receive a Get will conclude the marriage was legitimate and mistakenly assume 
his subsequent marriage to her sister is invalid. If the Yavim did not perform Mimer, she only requires Chalitza. Here everyone will recognize that his subsequent marriage with her sister is valid because HaKoyodim Achos Chalitza the Rabban. Everyone knows that a Chalutza's sister is only prohibited rabbinically, and Kedushin with her is effective. Pointing him to an incident is related in which a man said he wanted his daughter to marry one of his relatives, and his wife wanted her to marry one of her relatives. Eventually, his wife compelled him to agree to her terms. They made a celebratory feast, and while everyone was eating and drinking, a relative of his was secretly Mikaj the girl without her father's knowledge. Abai said that we assume the father did not agree to this marriage because he had committed to give his daughter to one of his wife's relatives. And the Torah says, She'eris Yisrael will yasu avla, the remnant of Yisrael will not do wrong, and will not speak falsehood. Rav ruled the same way, but for a different reason. There is an assumption that a person will not bother to prepare a feast only to later ruin it. Since the feast was prepared for marriage to his wife's relatives, he would not agree to other Kedushim. Enough Kamina would emerge where the father did not prepare a feast for the agreed-upon marriage. And point number three, the Gemara discusses a Katana who accepted Kedushin with her father's knowledge, and her father went to a foreign country, and she went and had Nisuin with her husband in her father's absence. Rav says, She may eat Truma if she married a Kohen until her father returns and protests the Nisuin. Since he agreed to the Kedushin, we assume he is agreeable to Nisuin until he protests. Ravasi says, She cannot eat truma. For perhaps her father will return and protest the Nisuin. And it will emerge retroactively that she was a non-Kohen eating truma. Rav Shmo Bar Yitzhak adds, Rav concedes that if she dies, the husband does not inherit her. Although she may eat truma, contested money remains in the owner's possession since the Nisuin's validity is not certain. The more than cites two disputes how to interpret the father's silence when his daughter had Nisuin without his knowledge when he was local, or when she accepted Kedushin and Nisuin without his knowledge. All right, so now we go to Simondaf Memhei, and her standard Simon is Monopoly, the game Monopoly. So here goes. When the little girl broke into her parents that her fiancé died playing Monopoly after she accepted Kedushin without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum. During a celebratory feast gone sour when a father's relative secretly was Makadish another sister on the roof when she was meant to get engaged to the mother's relative. A third sister who had Nisun with the cone while the father had been away realized it may not be the best time to break the news. Once again, it's emotion. When the little girl broke into her parents that her fiancé died playing Monopoly, Monopoly, that must be enough. Mem hey, Monopoly. When the little girl broke into her parents that her fiancé died playing Monopoly, after she accepted Kedushin without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum, which reminds us, Gamora continues discussing a Katana who accepted Kedushin without her father's knowledge. If her husband died and she fell to his brothers for Yibum, Rav says, if her brother performed Mimer, she must perform Mium to void his Mimer. But if he did not perform Mimer, she need not perform Mium to sever the Zikabon to the Yavam. He explains that if a Yavam did Mimer, she requires a Get, Chalitza, and Mium to remarry. So when the little girl broke into her parents that her fiancé died playing Monopoly after she accepted Kedushin without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum, during a celebratory feast gone sour when a father's relative secretly was Makadish and other sister on the roof when she was meant to get engaged to the mother's relative, which reminds us an incident is related in which a man said he wanted his daughter to marry one of his relatives and his wife wanted her to marry one of her relatives. Eventually his wife compelled him to agree to her terms. They made a celebratory feast and while everyone was eating and drinking, a relative of his was secretly Makadish the girl without her father his knowledge. Two different reasons are given as to why the father did not agree to this marriage, either because he had committed to give his daughter to one of his wife's relatives, and a Jew doesn't speak falsehood, or that there's an assumption that a person will not bother to prepare a feast, only to later ruin it. 
So when the little girl broke into her parents and her fiancé died playing Monopoly, after she accepted the condition without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum, during a celebratory feast gone sour when her father's relative secretly was Makadish and another sister on the roof, when she was meant to get engaged to the mother's relative, a third sister who had Nisun with the cone while the father had been away, realized it may not be the best time to break the news. Which reminds us, Gamora discusses a Katana who accepted Kedushin with her father's knowledge and her father went away to a foreign country and she went and had Nesuin with her husband in her father's absence. There's a Malchogas whether she made Truma. So once again, when the little girl broke into her parents and her fiancé died playing Monopoly, after she accepted Kedushin without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum, during a celebratory feast gone sour when her father's relative was secretly Makadish and other sister on the roof, when she was meant to get engaged to the mother's relative, a third sister who had Nesuin at the cone while the father had been away, realized it may not be the best time to break the news. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazar. Daf Mem Alf. So the similar Daf Mem Alf is a grandma. So here goes. The grandma, grandma, that must be one duff, mem olive. The grandma with the fancy diamond earrings, who was so incensed that a shaliach was sent to be Makadish, her granddaughter, since mitzvah bo yosem b'shlucho, which reminds us, the second prayer begins, Aish Makadish bo b'shlucho, a man can marry a woman herself or through his shaliach. Aish miskadesh is ba'u b'shlucha, a woman can receive kedushin herself or through her shaliach. From the Mishnah's mentioning the man's ability to be Makadish himself, which is obvious, Rabbi Yosef infers mitzvah bo yosem b'shlucho, it's a greater mitzvah for him to be Makadish a woman himself than through his shaliach. So the grandma with the fancy diamond earrings who was so incensed that a shaliach was sent to be Makadish or Grandar since mitzvah bo yotzim b'shlucho and saw that he was in a rush to deliver a get, take some truma and shak the carbon pesach on behalf of others. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, shlichus menon, from where do we know the concept of shlichus? Abraisa teaches regarding divorce of shilach and he sends, this teaches that he can appoint a shaliach to deliver the get. By saying b'shulcha and he sends her, this teaches that she can appoint a shaliach to receive the get. Appointing a shlich for Kedushin is derived from the Hekish with divorce of Bayat of Aisa. The Gemara brings additional sources for shlichus from separating Truma and shechting the carbon Pesach. So the grandma with the fancy diamond earrings, who was so incensed that a shlich was sent to be Makadish her granddaughter, since mitzvah bo yosem b'shlucho, and saw that he was in a rush to deliver a get, take some Truma, and shech the carbon Pesach on behalf of others, that she made him show her his birth certificate to prove he was a Bembris and not ineligible to do shlichus. As a goy, which reminds us, Thigmore explains that the principle of shlichus needed to be taught by divorce and karm pesach and could not have been derived from the others. However, shlichus by truma can be derived from the other two with the tzad shava. If so, why did the Torah need to write gam atem? Thigmore answers that it's for the drasha of Rabbi Yanai. Ma atem b'nei bris, af bris. Just as you are members of the covenant to keep the Torah, so to your shlichus must be members of the covenant. But a Gentile cannot be a shaliach. Daf Mem Base. So the similar Daf Mem Base is a mobster. So here goes. The mobster, mobster, that must be more in Daf Mem Base. The mobster with a diamond-studded cigar trying to apportion a new pot of land for the various members of his crime family, which reminds us, the Gemara concludes that Rav Kor the Pusik of the Nasim, apportioning the land on behalf of their Shevet as a source of Shazaknu Adam Shalbafanov, that one may benefit a person even in his absence without appointment as a Shalik, which explains how they apportion the land even to minors. So the mobster with a diamond-studded cigar trying to apportion a new pot of land for the various members of his crime family was so distracted by his brothers chanting, we are brothers, we are buyers, which reminds me when the brothers dividing assets are like purchasers regarding a discrepancy in the division. So the mobster with a diamond-studded cigar trying to apportion a new pot of land for the various members of his crime family was so distracted by his brothers chanting, we are brothers, we are buyers, that he almost missed the shliach with a fire sent by his rival 
towards his property, which reminds us having established that Shkriyak's actions are attributed to his appointer. The Gemara 1 is about a mission which teaches that if one sends a fire with a mentally competent person, that second person is liable for any damages, and the first is exempt. Why don't we apply the principle of Shkriyak's and hold the first person responsible? The Gemara answers the ancient because we say, Divrei Arab, Divrei Talmi, Divrei Mishomi. In choosing between the words of the Master, meaning Hashem, and the words of the disciple, the sender, Whose words do we obey? Certainly the master's. Since he should not have listened to the sender, the shlichus is invalid. Daf Mem Gimel. So the Simmer Daf Mem Gimel is a magazine. So here goes. The man looking for shlichus opportunities in the shlichus magazine. Magazine? That must be more in Daf Mem Gimel. The man looking for shlichus opportunities in the shlichus magazine, who saw that the sender would be high for murder, but the shlichus high if he sent to Yitrave, which reminds us, although the Gemara established that there is no shlichus for Averos, Shammai Yazakin appears to disagree because he quotes Chagai Navi that one who instructs someone to murder is liable, as David was told regarding Uriah that you've killed Uriah with the sword of the Ammonim. Three interpretations are given for his opinion. He would agree, though, if someone instructed another to have forbidden relations or eat forbidden food, that the shlich is liable and not the sender, because we never find in the entire Torah a circumstance that one gets hana and the other is liable. So the man looking for shlich's opportunities in the shlich's magazine, who saw that the sender would be chayef for murder, but the shlich is chayef if he sent to eat trave, got so engrossed in reading about the shlich who became an aid, which reminds us, Rav says, shlich nasa aid, a shlich for a transaction can also be an aid to that transaction. Transaction. But the Academy of Rabbi Shiva said that he cannot. Rub holds that it strengthens the testimony of the matter where the witness is the Shaliyah himself. The Academy of Rabbi Shiva holds that since Shluchu Shaladim Kamoso, a Shaliyah of a person is like himself, the Shaliyah is therefore like himself and cannot bear testimony. In another version, these opinions are reversed. So the man looking for Shaliyah's opportunities in the Shaliyah's magazine, who saw that the sender would be high for murder, but the Shaliyah is high if he sent to eat trave, got so engrossed in reading about the Shaliyah who became an aide that he didn't hear his Nara daughter ask him if she was allowed to accept. Her own condition, which reminds us, Rachel Kish says that the same machogs regarding whether Anara can accept her get applies to whether Anara can accept her own condition in addition to her father. Rabbi Yochanan says the machogs only concerns divorce, but for condition, I'll agree her father can accept condition, but she cannot. The court explains that whereas divorce brings her back into the father's domain, and either he or his daughter can accept the get marriage, which removes her from her father's domain, the father has exclusive control of the process. Daf Mem Dalad, so the simple Daf Mem Dalad is mud. So here goes. The inconsiderate Yavam who trapped his Yavama in mud. Mud? That must be more on Duff. Mem Dawid. The inconsiderate Yavam who trapped his Yavama in mud to perform Mimer against her will, which reminds us the more brings Malchokas about Mimer without the Yavama's consent. Revi says he acquires her as he derives the laws of Mimer from those of relations for Yibum. Just as relations of Yavama are effective as Yibum, even when performed against her will, so too here Mimer is effective even against her will. The Chavim say he does not acquire they derive Mimer's laws from ordinary Kedushin. Just as Kedushin must be with her consent to be effective, so to hear Mimer must be with her consent to be effective. So the inconsiderate Yavam who trapped his Yavam in mud to perform Mimer against her will was knocked over by Na'ar running to see if she could appoint a Shaliyach to accept her get, which reminds us the more discussed the question if Na'ar can appoint a Shaliyach to accept her get and explains that she's definitely considered like her father's hand and not as Chatzar. And the question is, is she as strong as her father's hand, such that she can also appoint a shliach or not? Rav Nachman answers she cannot appoint a shliach. So the inconsiderate Yavam, who trapped his Yavam in mud to perform Mimer against her will, was knocked over by Anar, running to see if she could appoint a shliach to accept her get, while she was on the phone reprimanding her little sister for getting engaged without Tati's consent, which reminds us the Gemara asks whether a Katanu accept the Kedushin on her own require a get immune before she can remarry. The Gemara explains why Shmuel holds she requires both.
All right, so that concludes today's share. This is Rabbi Abram Gwotham Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.